What's up, everyone? This is Adam Mades from DNVR, excited to talk to you about American financing. Everyday bills are high, and everything is still very expensive, which is why, if you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing. Interest rates are lower than they've been in a long time. They're saving their customers, on average, $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. Their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you. Their job is to save you money. Call American Financing and tell them DNVR sent you today, and you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. That's 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Buff Nation. Let's go. Welcome in to DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are, of course, presented by the American Raptors at Infinity Park. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. My name is Jake Schwanitz. I'm joined by my friend Ryan Konigsberg. Ryan, we are at, I don't know, day 10, 11, 12 of the, uh, the prime regime. Somewhere in there. Still feeling as good as the first day? Oh, yeah. It feels really good. I love, like, waking up and just seeing some news about the buffs. Like, the fact that, you know, we have had enough fodder to do a buff show every single day um is is pretty dope uh every day there's something new you know who's visiting who's got an offer who's reconsidering the buffs it's something new every day and i love every minute of it been a whirlwind so far we're gonna have some fun today and try and make sense of it all um a lot of noise surrounding the transfer portal just around college football right now but the buffs of course firmly in the mix we are going to be talking through 16 players who have some ties to CU and kind of ranking them in terms of our preferences of who we want on this team. Uh, no Jackson State guys, just to let you know. Oh, no Jackson State guys. Well, I thought we were doing that after. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I, uh, I thought we were going uh, Shadour number one, Travis Hunter number two. I mean, you're, you're kind of already laying it out right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just get into it, I guess. First guy we're going to start with. Former Kent State quarterback, was the starter last year, entered the portal once we saw that Sean Lewis took the job as the OC for Colorado. Quarterback Colin Schley, last year, 2,109 passing yards, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions. That would be S-C-H-L-E-E? Yep, S-C-H-L-E-E. 59% completion. The Buffs need quarterbacks. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we're ranking 1 through 16 here. All 16 important Mm -hmm. 
Uh, well, we'll do we'll do fifteen. Okay. Um, so I would rank him fifteenth, um, and that has nothing to do with the fact that they need him, um, because I think having someone in this in this building that has run the system before, like Colin Schley has with Sean Lewis at Kent State, all of that's important. The thing is. The Buffs need starters at just about every position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could probably make the argument that they need a starter at at least one starter at every position. He's obviously not going to be a starter, so he goes 15th for me. Let's talk about another Kent State guy. Wide receiver, offensive tackle. Which way do you want to go? Uh, let's go offensive tackle. So we are going to start off with Marcellus Marshall. He, I believe he was the second Kent State tackle to enter the transfer portal. We'll get to the first one after this. He is a junior. Um, he is from Morgantown, West Virginia. Three-star prospect, according to On3. He is, I don't know if he's been offered, but West Virginia and Pitt are mentioned in terms of uh, teams that he could go to. But 6'5", 310. Uh, a little bit under the uh, the threshold, right? right? Um, mm-hmm. Decent effort on the name there, Al. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you how to spell it. Um, he, I think they need tackles, um, and I think this would be important. I don't. Let's wait on this one to get through a couple other ones before we officially uh, put a number on here. Unless you have a number where you think you should put him. Um, I mean, just for a placeholder, he definitely goes above Colin Schley right yes. now. Yes, um, but, but I don't know if we want to be moving him around all yeah, the time. Yeah, we can get into the next guy then. Savion Washington, he is the other tackle out of Kent State. He is 6'8", 340, uh, a three-star portal prospect, according to On3. Looks like Oklahoma State is in the lead right now to take him, but as we know, the Sean Lewis ties to CU. Have him in the conversation. He's absolutely massive, and it seems like that's the direction they're going on the in the trenches. What was the size again? Six eight three forty. I don't know if he's going to fall out of the top ten. I honestly don't. Um, one thing we've talked about a lot here, Jake, is that filling spots on the offensive line through the transfer portal is one of the most difficult places to do it. But if you can get a starter and you can use the connections that you have, which is of course uh, Sean Lewis coming over to pull you know one of the better players from that team in the mac to come over and play some serious uh downs for you i think that's that's big time they clearly i mean if you've seen anything they clearly are going hard after large offensive tackles that's about as large as they come so uh i think i don't think he falls out we can go to another Kent State guy. This might be a guy that we could just put ahead of Colin Schley. This is Devontez Walker. He was their leading receiver last year. 921 receiving yards, 11 touchdowns. 6'3", 175, though. So not... I mean, he's got height and length. It's just not a, a big receiver, not a, one of these 200-pound guys that they've been going after. I mean, they're going to be a bigger football team all around. Um, how do you feel about him? Is this 14 safe? I would put him at 14, and I, I feel the exact same way about him that I feel about Colin Schley, which is nice to have. You want those guys with experience in here. You expect to bring in higher-profile players to start at that position. Wouldn't expect him to be a starter. Nice depth to add. We'll put him at 14. 
Next guy then is another Kent State receiver, Dante Cephas. Um, former four-star recruit, three-star portal prospect. Looks like Penn State is in the lead right now to get him, but 6'1", 175. I mean, he's very experienced in this offense. Uh, he was the leading receiver, I think, in 2020. and like 1,300 yards or something. Yeah. Um, he had some really good years with Dustin Crummett, quarterback. Last year, not so great. 48 receptions, 744 yards, three touchdowns. But in 2021, 1,240 yards, nine touchdowns, 82 receptions. Is he high priority? He is. He's going to be up there for me. So uh, not in the 15 to 11 range for me. Okay. Um, I really like Cephas. Um, watching his tape of all the wide receivers that the Buffs have been linked to in the transfer portal, unless you want to – if we're taking out Jackson State guys, um, I think he's my my number one target. Obviously, you know if you put if you want to count Travis Hunter as a wide receiver, yeah. in which he obviously put I don't know ten snaps a game or so in at that position, he would be way way up there. Um, and then why do I always forget the second guy, Kevin Coleman? Right, um, he's legit as well. After those two, and really after that one, in terms of true wide receivers, I would put Cephas right there. Let's try and fill out this bottom tier then. <clears throat> How about man? All these guys could be top tier. <laughs> I know there's That's a the lot thing. of really good players. Um, this guy seems a little bit unknown though. PJ Williams, offensive tackle. You kind of mentioned that there were some links to see you with him. He was a three-star recruit a few years ago, but on three has him as a four-star portal prospect. Mm. He was a freshman last year, only six-four, two sixty-six though. Interesting. I wonder if you could move him inside. Um, is that who you have going here in like 11 or something? Yeah, I mean, he's small. He's got to develop his body. I mean, it'd be a, a flashy get, maybe a splash guy to get. But in terms of impact this year, eh, not really getting too excited about that. All right, fair enough. So we have Schley at 15. We have... Um, who was the, the Kent State wide receiver? Oh, Devontae Walker. Yep. And then are we going to put PJ at 13, I guess, then? You could. They might end up changing later, but you can put him there okay. now. We'll uh, put him there for now. Any offensive lineman in the portal is getting a huge bump from me. Yep. Um, just because it's going to be a desperate need. Again, trying to round out this bottom part, we'll go Ramon Davis here. He is a graduate transfer from Vanderbilt. Um, of course, Dylan Edwards has already committed. They've got some guys on the roster and Anthony Hankerson and Deion Smith. But he is sixth-ranked portal prospect at running back, according to On3. Three stars, uh, as I mentioned, grad transfer. Looks like these SEC teams are coming after him, but we saw... Darius Stardenbox and uh, Corey Williams meet with him a couple days ago. They just offered him yesterday when we got off the show. I mean, bowling ball at running back, but. Yeah. Um, you know, you wrote this up in your film room. The power run game is a massive part of this offense. And having a dude who ran for 1,000 yards in the SEC is legit. Um, it, it's something that you would just immediately feel co more comfortable at that position. Um, Dylan Edwards is an electric player, but he is going to be a true freshman next year. Um, and not a guy I would assume that you're going to give a ton of carries to in his first season at Colorado. 
So you want someone to maybe be your workhorse a little bit. Uh, I think Hankerson is a very legitimate prospect uh, in at that position. One of the few players on the team I would have put on my short list of guys I definitely want to keep. Um, that being said, again, grown man strength, uh, thousand yard rusher in the SEC. Let's put him at eleven. Okay. We'll put him at 11 then. Marshawn Neeland, who is that again? That is a transfer. Let me pull his name up really quick. Go to a different one, and I'll get the, the info on a him. A different one. We'll go to Elijah Judy. This is another trench guy, but he is someone that hasn't really seen the field very much in his young career. He was a 2021 uh, recruit. Been on Texas A&M the last two seasons. Has only charted... One total tackle in that time. He's only played in three games in that time. But he is someone that they kind of targeted early. They have guys who, you know, in terms of the recruiting and personnel staff that are from Texas A&M. Nick Williams, he's going to be the defensive line coach. Obviously would have coached him at Texas A&M. He was a four-star recruit uh, in the 2021 class, but haven't really seen much. Yeah, I would. I like him. I like him. What are the specs on him again? 6'3", 295. Yeah, that's just like the size that this team is missing in the trenches. Um, So I would like to add him. I'm going to put him at 9 for now. Okay. Uh, And by the way, Marshawn Nealon, 6'4", 275, transfer out of Western Michigan. Um, Pretty unheralded coming out of high school, but... 92 tackles in two years, 20 and a half tackles for loss, eight and a half sacks. Um, a guy who clearly is going to level up out of the Mac. Uh, and another one of those guys with that build that you want to add to this team. But that being said, I think you can put him down there. Um, in what we still have to fill 12. I think we have, yes, 12 PJ, open. we have PJ in 11. So put him at 12, 12 Marshawn Neeland. All right, we need a guy at 10. Okay. Who can we possibly throw in there? How about this guy? He seems like a bit of a, I don't want to say long shot, but he hasn't really been connected to see you yet. But we talked about him yesterday, Aaron Anderson. He is the receiver out of Alabama who didn't really get on the field last year, but 247 Sports had him compared to Jalen Waddle. He was a big-time recruit. Uh, no stats from last year, but I believe he was a four-star player uh, on three. I believe, get this right, he is the number 11th portal prospect, according to on three sports. Four-star player out of New Orleans. Five, eight and a half, 185, though. Is 10 acceptable for him? Man, I think I would put him a lot higher than that. Yeah, all <laughs> um, right. I think that if you were able to get him, he would probably be an instant starter. Um, so I'm looking to see if there – I thought I could have sworn there was some sort of Colorado connection in here. Maybe it was just someone on Twitter mentioning their name uh, when he jumped into the portal. Who knows what exactly uh, his interest may be, but it looks like um, a lot of the big schools are going to be in on him. I would not put him that low. I, I, I would table this one for now because I want to see. He's, he's got to be the top wide receiver on the board, don't you think? It's either him or 
Dante Cephas, who we talked about, who we're also going to hold off. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? I mean, we have a couple guys we haven't really got to. We could talk about them if you want. Let's do it. Tyrese Chambers, out of Florida International. He was visiting last weekend. He didn't announce a commitment, but he was here, or he was in Boulder for the uh, the pictures with the GT40 and everything else going on. He has yet to announce, but last year, 51 receptions, 51 receptions, 544 yards, four touchdowns. The year before, 45 receptions, 1,074 receiving yards, nine touchdowns. Yeah, did he play in every game last year? Let's see. It says 10 games played, I see. Okay, so not quite. Um, 6-1, I would, 185. It was him, and then the other one you were going to mention is Jimmy Horn. Jimmy Horn. Hmm. So it's which one of these guys is going in front of the other? I think I would put Horn ahead of him, so let's put him here at 10. Okay. Um, let's go to Jimmy Horn then. He was an all-AAC kick returner last year for the Bulls of USF. As a freshman in 21, only 408 receiving yards, five touchdown, or one touchdown on 30 receptions. Some upticks in his production last year, though. 37 receptions, 551 yards, three touchdowns. Small, though. 5'9", 160. But he can burn, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I watched a little bit of tape on him right before we jumped on the show here. Uh, 15 yards a catch this last year. Not a lot of balls in his hands, which surprised me because when I went back and watched, the thing that impressed me most was his route running out of the slot. Uh, and I assume that's why Colorado has high interest in him because we watched, you know, with Sean Lewis, those slot receivers have a lot of options, mm-hmm. uh, and you're kind of expecting them to make plays uh, before they get the ball in their hands, if you know what I mean. Yep. So I think they envision him kind of coming in and being a slot guy for them, even though he's small and, you know, a little bit slight. But to be able to get a slot guy and then potentially your returner as well um, – I, that that's what moves him a little bit in front of Tyrese Chambers for me. So just to recap so far, 15, Colin Schley, quarterback from Kent State. Devontez Walker at number 14. He was a Kent State receiver also. Uh, Marshawn Neeland at number 13 from Western Michigan, right? Defensive yep. lineman. And then P.J. Williams out of A&M. A&M. Um, another defensive lineman yep. at 12. Tyrese Chambers at... Or, sorry, I don't know how to count. 15, 14, 13, <laughs> 12. He's at 12. Tyrese Chambers at 11. Uh, we have Elijah Judy at 9. We still need someone at 10. I think we just slotted uh, Jimmy in there. Oh, okay. So, right. So Ty- yep, Tyrese Horn. is 11? Yep. Tyrese is 11. Jimmy Horn Jr. Jr. at number 10. Okay. Elijah Judy at number 9. Let's go for the big ticket guy, Denver Harris. Um, obviously, great name. Hmm. One of the best recruits in the country last year. In terms of on three's portal rankings, the number two cornerback. Um, it's rated at five stars right now. He got himself into trouble this year. Um, some shocking Instagram videos that he's posted too. Yep, yep. But very talented player. Deion Sanders is the coach of the Buffs. You know these defensive backs are going to want to flock. How high are we putting him? Not even the number one Texas A&M corner transfer for me. Um, And that's not – that doesn't have everything to do with his talent. He's extremely talented. Uh, And if he were to come to Colorado, 
Uh, I would believe in Coach Prime helping him mature, which has clearly uh, been an issue for him. Two different times as a freshman suspended uh, from the team. It has been reported that he's in the portal, but he didn't necessarily have an option to come back to Texas A&M. Then um, there's, of course, the viral Instagram video of him, like, I don't know, dragging around uh, an indoor parking garage, yeah. uh, which raised, you know, a lot of eyebrows. Um, it's clear that maturity uh, is an issue here. With with that in mind, I'm going to put Smoke Bowie ahead of him. Okay. Um, both four-star prospects coming out of high school. Um, and a guy... I feel like it's just it's hard to go get around it with Denver Harris. You you just worry about the maturity level. So do we put him at eight then, just ahead of Elijah Judy? Yeah, that's fine with me. You kind of mentioned him, Smoke Bowie, formerly Dayon Bowie, a four-star recruit last year, 5'10", 175. He is also a cornerback, part of that massive A&M recruiting class that was hyped up a lot this time last year, or I guess a few months down the road, but last year. How high is he going? Very high for me. Um, so let's put him aside for a second. Okay. Um, I think that you could probably imagine a world in which you have Travis Hunter as your number one corner and him as your number two. Um, so that's big for me. That being said, not the biggest position of need on the team, so maybe not going to go all the way up to the top here, but um, way up there. Seven games played, four tackles, one pass defensed. Who else do we got then? How about this guy? We haven't heard a lot about him, but he was probably the flashiest portal guy that I saw once Prime was hired. Dorian Singer, former Arizona Wildcat, was the leading receiver in the Pac-12 last year. He ripped up the buffs when they played in October. <laughs> He had 66 receptions, 1,105 yards, six touchdowns. Is he the number one, potentially? Hmm. I would put him up there. Um, my instant reaction was to put him at, like, two or three, just because this is a easier position to uh, fill. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you're seeing a lot of corners and wide receivers. And in college football – those are two very, very saturated uh, positions. That being said, Dorian Singer is an absolute beast. Uh, I love the fact that we've seen him do it at this level in this conference. Um, a guy who sounds like there's very legitimate interest from, uh, I would put him. I would put him pretty high. We're gonna Let's hold put him off at three for now. Three. How about former Alabama Crimson Tide running back Trey Saunders? who has multiple ties to CU and Coach Prime. Yep. Been through a lot of injuries, hasn't really seen the field at Alabama. He only has, well, I say only. He's got 116 career attempts at Alabama. The bulk of those coming in 2021, only 14 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown this year, though. Hmm. So the big thing here is injuries. Uh, he has dealt with a lot of them um, since getting to Alabama. Uh, unfortunate, a former five-star prospect, a guy who is a beast um, and has just been hurt a lot of the time that he's been there. So what's the lowest spot we have open right now? Seven. Let's put him there. 
Trey Saunders goes in at seven. How about this guy? Um, I saw a 24-7 article about him yesterday. I guess Florida State was closing in on him, but now I'm told watch out for CU and Tim Brewster. Kyle Morlock. I don't even know. I can't find what school he is right now. I will get it. Yeah, but he is a not small school. Yeah, he is not a Division One player. At but the he's moment. also a six foot seven tight end mm-hmm. uh, who was very productive. Um, in more than anything, I want him because Florida State fans will absolutely <laughs> lose their mind. Probably the most unhinged fan base uh, in all of. You could make an argument for sports. But certainly in college football, the most unhinged fan base. Uh, I went and read their um, message board last night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the thread about Morlock getting recruited by Tim Brewster and Coach Prime. Apparently, Coach Prime uh, called his father personally and talked to him, and you know wanted to put the buffs on his radar. I want this one badly just because Florida State fans will absolutely lose their mind, and he's actually really good. This might be a statement transfer. Yes. Uh, As the great people in the comments have said, from Shorter College, (laughs) he last year put up, I believe, how many games is this? Like, I think he missed some games through here, but 30 receptions, 446 yards, six touchdowns. He's listed at 6'7", 245. He was a sophomore last year. Yeah, that's... CU is, if they have it their way, they're going to line up 6'7", 6'7", 6'5", 6'5", 6'5", 6'7", 6'7", I mean, they're just, I texted you last night. They're putting together a basketball team on the front line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're, they want size in there big time. Um, and you can just imagine these six foot seven guys pulling across the formation and just mauling. Um, and I think, you know, we talked about it too, athleticism and height is really big for these guys out on the edge. Um, clearly someone that they want big time. Sounds like, if I were to guess, I think that Coach Brew told Coach Prime, I really want this one. Yep. Let's go to work. Because um, it feels like they have him, they've prioritized him a little bit. So um, We got Dorian Singer at three. Two and one are open. Okay. He sounds like a top five guy from what we just said. Let's put him at four for now. Four. We will do it. Kyle Morlock goes in at four. Who else do we got? Um, we need to start ranking guys, I think. Okay. So Aaron Anderson, the former Alabama wide receiver, compared to Jalen Waddle, did not really see the field last year, but... Has obvious speed, was a four-star recruit, and a big name coming from Alabama. How high does he go right now? We have six, five, two, and one open. Let's put him at number two. Wow. I think that this would be a huge one. I really do. It would be quite massive. Who else are we missing? We and don't. He talks have... about adding like these physical wide receivers. To me, he has that build mm-hmm. uh, of a guy who can, you know, make some plays after the catch for you. So then, where are we putting Dante Cephas? We kind of put him off. We mentioned him early. Number one is open. Number five and number six are open right now. Let's go five. Okay. So that gives us three wide receivers in the top five right now, with number one still open. Okay. Who is your number one then? 
I don't know. I, I to be honest, when we opened this, I was saving number one because I thought that uh, we were including a couple of the Jackson State guys, which obviously Shador would be my number one. Yep. Um, I guess that's enough of a lock that that's not happening, uh, or, or that doesn't need to be discussed here, because uh, it would probably have been Shador number one, Travis Hunter number two, right, and then right. Kevin Coleman competing for that top wide receiver spot with some of those guys that we've mentioned. All right, then. So then we have... We do have Trey Sanders on the list. Is there anyone we haven't discussed yet? I do not think so. Okay. So we're going to have to make some uh, adjustments here. We're going to have to make some adjustments here. Oh, I don't have Smoke Bowie on the list. One and six are open. Let's go. With, I think I would put Smoke at number one. Love that. I think I would. Um, if you can play man coverage in college football... You can go a long way. Now, you can't quite get away with it against everyone. Um, like, you're not going to go straight man across the board against USC next year. Like, you'll get burned by Caleb Williams if you try to do that too much. Um, with that being said, CU a couple years ago played Texas A&M at home. Uh, and this is when they had Christian Gonzalez and a couple other guys. And they used Nate Lehman in kind of like a spiral in the middle of the field. And they went essentially press man for the entire game. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're not playing against an experienced quarterback, you can do that sort of thing. So if you're going to put Travis Hunter on one side and Smoke Bowie on the other side, um, I think you can get away with playing a lot of man coverage, especially in some of these early season matchups um, that are probably going to be using players. Uh, like, for example, TCU is going to have a new quarterback. You can probably run some serious press man uh, in that game and, and no Quentin Johnston anymore and that sort of thing. So right. uh, I want to stack up that that defensive backfield. I think that is one of a couple ways to instantly make your defense formidable. So then just by process of elimination, that means Savion Washington, the big tackle from Kent State, is going to be our number six guy. That works for me. Um, I could run through the list. Do we want to go top to bottom or bottom to top? Allie, are you ready to uh, plug these in? No. All right. Well, we can also... Oh, okay. oh, okay. Well, while we're waiting to get the list all set up, I can tell you guys about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery who have collabed with Never Summer to release their newest beer, the Fun Slinger Lager. It's light, it's crushable, it's perfect after a day on the slopes or just here chilling at the DMVR bar. You can check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Fun Slinger near you, Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, all those great beers. Shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Also, shout out to our guys at Illegal Pete's. I had illegal pizza today for lunch, and I cannot say enough Slaps. good things about it. It's amazing. The potatoes that you can get with it, too, it just adds a different element compared oh, to yeah. other burrito places. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, I've been hitting up the reverse nachos, which I feel like is the best thing you can get there um, because it's like you're getting chips and queso and a burrito bowl all mixed into one mm. so you just get like a little bowl of queso but they throw the chicken and the rice and the beans in there and then you you know get a, ba a large bag of chips on the side so many options at illegal pete's you really can't go wrong right now they're hooking you all up with a little something extra this year if you spend 100 dollars on gift cards you score an extra 25 dollars gift card for free that you can use on yourself or a stocking stuffer whatever your heart desires shout out to illegal pete's they are legends do we have do we still need Okay. Um, we can start talking about news real quick. Yeah, let's Allie do it. gets it ready. 
So as I mentioned, we kind of talked about him already because he was on the list, but Ramon Davis, um, he met with Corey Phillips, Darius Darden Box, two days ago now, I believe it was Monday, uh, received an offer or formally announced that he received an offer late yep. last night. So sounds like he is someone that they are very interested in. Uh, yesterday, or I guess two days ago now, four-star 2023 defensive lineman, Darren Reed was offered by Coach Prime and CU. He's currently an Auburn commit. Hashtag flip watch. Flip watch, baby. Let's go. Um, it is really interesting looking at who whose commits we're going after hard. Um, Tennessee is a big one, and I think Auburn is another one where you're seeing our name involved a lot with those guys. What's hilarious that is, is that every one of these schools, because I went down a rabbit hole of reading people's message boards last night, which is truly <laughs> an enjoyable, <laughs> enjoyable experience for me. Um, every one of these schools thinks that, CU, one, first of all, CU is not doing any evaluation. They're just looking at that their school's commitments and just offering them all, which is funny. Um, <laughs> but my favorite one, Jake, is that two weeks ago, Everyone was calling us like a poverty school, you know, like, oh, they have no business being in any of these battles. All of a sudden, everyone just thinks that all we have is money and we're just walking up to every one of these kids <laughs> with a massive bag saying, hey, one person said like, oh, who was I talking about? It might have been Morlock. One person said something. No, 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 no. It was the, um, the Michigan kid um, who oh. flipped his visit from Michigan. Malachi Coleman. Yes. Someone said, uh, like, I heard CU offered him 1.5 mil in NIL. <laughs> and it's like, I, I honestly just love that people think that we are just printing money all of a sudden now mm. when uh, a week ago we were considered a joke in the NIL sphere. For sure. How the tables have turned. Uh, just from Graham in the comments, yes, the JSU game will be on at the bar on Saturday. Yeah, just another reminder. We will be doing like a second screen watch along on Saturday for the game. So you'll have the game on ABC on your TV, and then you can pull us up if you want uh, on like your phone or your tablet or a laptop or whatever, you know, second screen you use. Uh, and just kind of we'll, we'll all watch the game together. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this off, but I'm working on trying to get a list of, of guys to watch for CU aside from the obvious ones. Yep. Um, when it comes to, you know, obviously we'll be watching Shador and Travis Hunter and Kevin Coleman. Um, and then maybe hopefully we, we have a few more guys that we say, hey, keep an eye out on this guy. He might be a buff next week. Yep. Uh, make sure you guys get your comments in now. We will answer them at the end of the show. Three-star offensive tackle. I believe he's 2024. But Marquez easily was offered by CU 6'7", 300 pounds. 2024 guy, too. Jeez. He's got another year. He's like that 12-year-old kid that went viral. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> that is not a child. <laughs> Bro, I don't know. I mean, he was. Uh, it's a hilarious. Did you see the picture of him when he was like 10? No. Do um, I want to see it? I mean, he. you can tell like he's grown up a lot since then, but he, he had like a mustache at 10. Mm -hmm. it's, he's a beast. It's insane. Um. Oh, we're ready, Allie, if you could. Throw it up on the screen. There, there it go. is. Sweet. Beautiful. Zoom that in just a little. Thank you. So Smoke Bowie, number one there. Aaron Anderson, number two. Dorian Singer, number three. Kyle Morlock, number four. Dante Cephas, number five. How do we like our top five? 
I really like it. Um, I guess it's ended up being a little bit offense heavy, mm-hmm. but we're also talking about a school who uh, has not seen offense in quite a few years here. So um, I, I think we're a little starved for that. Yep. We do have a lot of needs on the defensive side of the ball, though, um, but it's just the way of the of the world. These skill position players, there's going to be a lot more, especially at a higher level. Savion Washington, number six. Trey Saunders, seven. Denver Harris, eight. Elijah Judy, nine. Jimmy Horn Jr. at 10. A lot of SEC in this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, those are the guys, right? Mm-hmm. Best players in the country are going to the SEC for the most part. Yep. If you can pull guys out of there, especially ones with experience like um, the running back out of Vanderbilt, yep. that, th- uh, that's a valuable asset. Yep. He's not on the list, but we should. He's He would be up there. Yep. Uh, Tyrese Chambers, number 11. PJ Williams, number 12. Marshawn Nealon, 13, Devontez Walker, 14, and then Colin Schley, former Kent State quarterback, rounds out the list at 15. I like it. I do, too. I do, too. That's a hell of a list. A hell of a list. I mean, you're looking at a guy like Jimmy Horn Jr., who would have been like a massive add last season if Mm -hmm. we got him in the transfer portal uh, at 10 here. And again, I I can't stress enough, a guy being at 10 does not mean that uh, we don't want him at, at Colorado. We yep. want every one of these guys. Yep. Um, and, you know, you need several starters. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, most of these guys would be starters if they came and made the move over here. So um, it's just to show you, like, the level of player that, that Colorado's name is being mentioned with. Just catching up on some guys that have transferred out of the school. Uh, on three is reported or in their transfer portal tracker, on three has Casey Roddick at 100% to go to NC State. Quarterback Brendan Lewis is at 100% to go to UConn. Brendan Lewis had an official visit. He posted about it today, so it must have been recently. Uh, Casey Roddick put out a tweet that he was in rally a few days ago. Solid landing spots, I think, for both. Yeah, for sure. I would. I don't know where Casey Roddick's at. I would just hope that... Uh, Give him a call. So you would give him a call and just say, hey, do you want to stay around? Because I think he is, you know, you just look at the caliber of school that's going after him. He clearly can play at this level. And as I've said a million times on this show, offensive linemen aren't growing on trees. Yep. Hype tweet of the week. Oh, let's go. Ready? It's from Nick Williams, who is going to be the defensive line coach for the Buffs. He's from Texas A&M. He says, it's about to be a Louis Vuitton luggage type of weekend in Boulder, Colorado. Hashtag we coming. Let's go. Love I that. was thinking maybe Bowie Vuitton. Ah, I see <laughs> what you did there. <laughs> Love it. Um, I think we're all caught up. Uh, before we get to questions, do we still want to talk about the Jackson State transfers? Yeah, I mean, we absolutely should. At least those top three and just where they would rank on this you know, graphic, if we can bring the graphic back. Um, I legitimately think you can make a case for one, two, and three. Yep. Uh, if if we were including Shador, Travis Hunter, and Kevin Coleman, uh, the only one that I think would even be a discussion would be Kevin Coleman. Would you want him uh, or a Smoke Bowie or a, uh, you know, Aaron Anderson more? Mm-hmm. But you're, you know unfortunately those guys haven't entered the portal yet so they're not right. in these portal rankings yep. but if they were i think travis hunter would probably be the number one player mm-hmm. um for me shadur would be the number one player just because it's the quarterback position uh and it's a problem it's a position that we've had a problem at for several years now 
Um, someone did correct me yesterday. There have been four 20 touchdown passers in the 2000s at I CU. Saw that. One in the last decade. That was Cepho Lufau in 2014. Um, so uh, it's it's been a problem. It's the most important position in football. He would be my number one. But in terms of player quality, Travis Hunter would probably have gone down as the number one player available in the portal, and maybe Shador would have been number two. Just a couple guys that have been mentioned in the comments that I've seen just on the internet too. Cameron Silman Craig, um, safety, is someone who, I don't know if he was a high-profile recruit, but I know he's played well the last two years. And these defensive backs from JSU, I'm sure, are just going to be wanting to come over to Boulder. We also have John Huggins, a safety number six. He's a junior. I believe he played at Florida uh, prior to joining JSU. He's transferred yep. around quite a bit. Um I don't know. Dallas Daniels is a graduate student already, I think. So I think he's out, but he's another wide receiver and was really impactful for them this year. Um, yeah, when I watched Shador tape, Dallas Daniels' name came up a lot. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think that's it for now. Cool. Like mm. I said, on Saturday, we're hoping to have a list of not necessarily guaranteed these guys are coming to Colorado, but hey, here's here's a good list of guys who could be coming to Colorado that we should keep an eye on in this game. Uh, just a name I saw in the comments. Uh, Sivion Wilkerson is a sophomore running back, 5'9", 204. I don't have his stats pulled up, but I mean, running back seems like a position that is going to be targeted pretty heavily, not just with recruits. But in the transfer portal, he had 212 attempts 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns, 19 receptions, 152 yards receiving, one touchdown through the air last year from JSU. Impressive, yeah, definitely impressive. Before we get to your guys' questions, I want to tell you all about our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. They've been a supporter of DMVR since the very beginning. We've had countless fans and our own staff convert to Green Mountain Dental and never look back. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver and Lakewood. Dr. Ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry to regular cleanings, orthodontics. Everything in between. Tell the team at DMVR Sports sent you and get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. If you mention DMVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays. That's a $350 value with a new patient cleaning exam and x-rays. To make an appointment or find more information, check out their website at GreenMountainDentalGroup.com today. Then also shout out to the homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Where right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Would you be able to see if there's potentially a JSU line up? Yeah, I did Saturday? see it earlier this week. So um, I want to say that Jackson State was like minus 16 and a half, but I'll, get, uh, I'll see if I can find okay. an exact line here. Well, I'll finish this out while you're doing that. You can also check out their stepped-up same-game parlays where you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Tons of great deals on the home screen also. Just scroll across the top. Free bets, free SGPs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, one you meant you didn't mention was Katron Evans. Oh. Uh, Four-star defensive end. Uh and a beast as well. Mm -hmm. So that another one we'll be watching. Jackson State, 14-point favorites this weekend. Um, actually, we'll be going live a few minutes before the game um, on Saturday. Maybe we'll give out a few bets Love that. Uh, that we like for that game. 
Um, I'm hoping they open up a few more options other than just the spread, the total, and the money line. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other people mentioned names in there. Um, someone said uh, Jada. Where's Jada? He's well, a fr- he is he's a, an incoming recruit. In, yeah, exactly, incoming recruit. Um, but Katron Evans was a big one that people mentioned. Um, that is absolutely a, shout a out to Big LT. He's throwing tons of numbers and names in there. We'll yeah. have to go back through the comments and get all those guys noted down. We'll have that list ready to go. And then, what was I going to say? Oh, a couple people were asking over and over again, where, what about this person? What about this person? In terms of our rankings, we didn't put uh, Jackson State guys in those rankings. These were non-Jackson State guys. um, But like we mentioned, they would be uh, a good few of them would be at the very top of the list. Yeah, if we included them, they'd probably make up 70% of the top 10. Yes, exactly. All right, let's open it up for questions. What do we got, Allie? Put Rob J in the transfer portal. I agree. We'll have Rob J back at some point. Um, if Rob, if Rob J enters the transfer portal, we will be the first uh, first place calling him. <laughs> On Next. three, we would update CU to 100% right yeah, there away. We go. <laughs> Woody says, RK, what time are you going live Saturday? Is this an invitation to the DNVR bar to come and party? Absolutely come. We already got Graham, so you guys can watch the game together. Um, we'll be going live, I don't know, just a few minutes before the game starts. Um, getting you ready for the Celebration Bowl. Super excited to watch it. Obviously, a really awesome event. Uh, and can only hope that uh, Coach Prime and the boys finish the job. Yep. We'll see how they do. I'm feeling pretty good about it, though. Next question. I'm actually looking this up right now um, because I already saw it. So Let's go. Um, I, I have it. I have it. Okay. Total scholarship commitments um, from the 2022 roster is at 68 right now with 13 verbal commitments from the 23 class. There you go. So some guys are going to have to leave. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, when you're turning over a roster, you need to get a lot of guys to leave. Um, Not as many, I think, as they were, were hoping would leave on their own have left, but those conversations will happen eventually. 100% 100% from Nicholas Barnhart. Have you guys heard about Shiloh and following his dad and his mad he's leaving Jackson? Um, I wouldn't read too much into that. Uh, Coach Prime jokingly put Shiloh when he ranked his oh children God. at the bottom. <laughs> he also said at the press conference he's in his doghouse. That's why he left him at JSU for he now. He got the Colin Schley treatment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't read too much into that. Those guys love going back and forth like that. Yeah, I would expect Shiloh eventually to be in Boulder. Yep, needs to graduate in the spring. Final question from Jose Perez. Is this a global list or by position of need? A little bit of both. The problem is... It, it, I, don't, I don't know how to weigh it. Every position is a position of need when you're 1 on 11, I guess is the way I would put it. So, it, I, you know, you kind of go best player available in this situation. You yep. just try and add talent to the roster. Um, no disrespect to the players who were there before, but it's obvious based on the results that talent was a huge issue for the team. It was not all coaching. Uh, it was mostly talent. So, Positions of need are big, and obviously that's why I was really valuing some of those tackles. Um, but in the end, you have to add blue chip talent to this roster to be able to you know, reach the goals that you're hoping to reach. From the comment that just came in, Shiloh can go. He has to graduate in the spring, though. He can't immediately enter the portal and transfer, which is what we expect to see a lot of guys do. You can throw that super chat up, Allie. Isaiah Jada is coming to Colorado. I, 
haven't been on Twitter since we've been on the show. Would it surprise me if he's committed, though? I, I, I don't think. I just mean, I think that was a prediction more than a, uh, yeah. a reporting of news. But uh, I absolutely think that he will end up coming to Colorado. When You can kind of read the tea leaves when a guy gets an offer and then immediately decommits. Yep. yep. We've already seen it happen with um, Dylan Edwards. Yep, exactly. Um, the prime effect is real. Who is swack? <laughs> you guys are swack in the comments. Some Love of you guys, you. some of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that it? Any final thoughts? Uh, I think that is. All right, guys, we have to get out of here. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, keep an eye at the DMVR.com. I'm going to put up like a comprehensive article gathering all the guys who have committed, transfer portal, potential guys, um, coaching staff. What'd you say, Ali? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We'll post this list on social for you all, too. Um, Follow us at DNVR Buffs. Yep. Is that it? Did I yep. hit it all? All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.